Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, everyone out there. Thank God for being here on the Movement Real Talk. We're expecting to have a high time in the Lord tonight. For God is good and he is worthy to be praised. We give honor to whom honor is due. And we just just, just magnify his holy name because truly he is worthy to be praised. And I am the host, Pastor Evangelist Resto, and I truly give honor to God tonight and, and you know, because he is a, a good and, and faithful God and he just keep on doing great things and, and we're just glad about it. And I'm not sure if my speaker has come on for tonight. Um, Co-Pastor yes, Agena Atkinson. Yes, I'm excited to be here. I am here. Praise God. And um, at this time, we turn everything over. What we usually do is we um, go ahead and have prayer and head, and then we, if you have anything that any after you finish, um, then we go ahead and open it up to the audience. And um, and I just want to, you know, I just just thank God for you and for you coming on tonight for taking out from your busy schedule and to just share with the the people of God tonight. And we're just expecting great things and and we know that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And we do thank you for again coming online tonight. And if I go ahead and I'll turn it over to you at this time. Amen. Glory to God. I want to thank you so much for the the invitation to be on and just to share with the people of God this evening. Um, I just want to open quickly in prayer. Father, we thank you, Father, for bringing us together tonight. I thank you for this time of worship, this time of of impartation. Lord, we pray that you open up our eyes and our ears and we will have room to receive what you are speaking to us tonight, Father. We pray, Lord God, that today someone will receive instruction, Father, to move forward in their vision, in their destiny, in their dream, God, that someone, God, will get the strength that they need, God, to continue to move on and continue to press, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Father God, that someone tonight will find answers, God, to their problems and they will have peace, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that you will touch me, Father, that I will speak strictly and directly to the people's lives, to their situations, to their problems, God. And I thank you that through me, God, you will give them a message of hope. You will give them a message of love. You will give them a message of joy, Father. You will give them a message of inspiration. I thank you for the anointing that's on this call. Today we declare that, that, that yokes will be destroyed, burdens will be removed in the name of Jesus, shackles will be torn down, buildings and, and borders and any type of barriers that have been holding and withholding the people of God shall be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Satan, the Lord thy God, rebukes you. The blood of Jesus destroys your works and your powers. Tonight God's word will go forth 
and the people will be edified as the Lord is glorified. Father, bless us tonight, Father, and we will say that you did it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. I wanted to talk tonight and just really encourage um, the people of God that are on the phone. I don't know, just if I can give an introduction of myself. I I am the, the CEO and visionary of the Dream Girl Movement. And what we do, we are women of God, that we have come together from various backgrounds and we all have our own story. But what bonds us and what brings us together is that we have overcome. We've overcome our past and we've overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And we are not our past. We are not uh, what people have put on us. But we have found a way to live our dreams in spite of what life has dealt us. And so for me, my message is always to encourage the people of God that if you have a dream, the Lord has given you a dream or vision, he would not give you that vision or that dream if he did not intend for you to meet your mind. And I want to encourage the people of God on the phone tonight just to continue to dream and to continue to trust God. And I want to talk to them or to each of you that are on the phone that are listening, the importance of your dream. A lot of times when we talk about dreams, we think that the Lord it has just given us something for a specific person. But I want to share with each of you that before the Lord starts speaking to you about somebody else, he is speaking to you about you. And there's so much greatness that is on the inside of each of you that are listening tonight that we've not tapped into, partly because we've been taught or what people have said or put on us that we don't even believe the greatness that God has called us to. And so the Father speaks to us through dreams. And when he's given us instructions through our dreams, the Lord would never give us a mandate if he never did not give us the anointing to complete the dream that God has given us. For all of you that are discouraged on this phone today, you have God has given you vision, and there, there are things you believe in God for. Some are believing God just for simple things. We just want to have, have financial stability. But then there are some of us that are on the line tonight that are believing God to open up a great, big, massive door for the dream that he's given us, whether it's to start your own business, to start your own nonprofit, to start your own ministry, whatever the Lord is calling you to do, and you're facing obstacles and you're ready to give up, I want to encourage you tonight to not give up. Listen, if you are dreaming and there are not people that are attacking you in your dream, then you need to go back to sleep and dream again. A sure sign that God has anointed you and has given you a message for the world and has given you a vehicle for the world is when people begin to attack your dream. You look at Joseph. Joseph was a dream. Whenever we think about Joseph, we think of him as a dreamer, and we know that the Lord had given him a dream. He showed him his sheep, and he showed him that he was above his brethren. I'm saying that because the Lord will give us vision, and sometimes we will get intimidated because mm-hmm. the people that we thought that God had put in our lives to bless us, we don't realize that God really put us in their lives to bless them and to be a blessing. And sometimes we will let people that are in our dream as B players, we will give them more stake in our dreams than they should have. The Lord is calling you who is on this phone tonight to stand up and lead, lead a nation, lead your people, lead your communities. He's calling us to change our environment. He's calling us to change regions. And do not let anyone in your immediate circle whether it be your mother, your brother, your sister, your colleagues, your friends, do not let anybody talk you out of your purpose and your anointing. I don't care if you don't look anointed. I don't care if you don't match what they say you should match or if you don't have the right degrees or credentials. The Lord is doing an unusual thing in this time. He is anointing people and putting his hand on people that everyone has counted out. He's calling us to the front. 
the Lord shared with me not too long ago, that he is changing the scene. He's changing the guard. And we're living in a time now where we are seeing people that we put a lot of stock into, uh, Pastor, and we, we trusted them, and we're seeing now that they're being taken down or they're being exposed. And this we don't know, realize that this is the Lord's doing. He has to remove the former so that he can bring us out to the front. And I would Amen. encourage those of us that are on the phone tonight, because I was that person when the Lord was giving me a great vision, but I felt like it wasn't my time because people around me said, you didn't put the time in, you didn't do the work. And what I didn't realize is, is that God was expediting my process and he was bringing me to the front because I was ready and my heart was pure. And I may not, you know, have the background of the credentials or, you know, have the, the notches on my belt that other people in ministry had, but I had a pure heart. Yeah. I had a mind that wanted to serve the Lord and the Lord only, and I had a yes in my mouth. And the Lord is opening up doors for those of you on the phone today that has said, God, listen, I don't match up to what they say, but here's my yes. I'm here. I'm available. Use me. And you, and the Lord, not only is the Lord doing that for us, but when the Lord gives us these dreams, the Father begins to share with me is that he gives us dreams so that we can accept so that we can actually turn the light onto what's going on. And the Lord has given us dreams so that we can grow the people in our community. So he's not just giving us vision and dream and putting words in our bellies so that we can encourage ourselves and run around the church and get a house and a car. The Lord is stirring us up right now, and he starts to speak through us and to us so that we can wake up our community, wake up the people that are in, in, our, in our area, wake up our family members, wake up the church. You know, I said the other day that I'm looking forward to the power of God returning to the house of God. You know, mm-hmm. we, I, I'm looking forward to the days when, when I grew up, I grew up old church. I grew up, we went to church, and you would see people walk in and, and, and come in with wheelchairs and with crutches and canes, and they would get called up to their altar. And by the time the Lord began to move and, and minister to the man or woman of God, those people would leave and leave out their hole. But we've become a church, I like to call it a plastic church, where we're no longer looking for the miracles of God. And God is stirring us up because the manifestation is here of miracles. I believe when the yeah. Lord comes, he's not just coming to give us a house and a car. The Lord is coming so that we can see signs and wonders. The people need a sign. They need a wonder. They need to know that the Lord is still real. I mean, you are living in times now where people are standing up saying, that God made a mistake. I know I came here as a man, but he didn't know what he was doing. So because because my truth is that I'm a woman. And the devil is a liar. The Bible says that the truth, not your truth, the truth shall make you free. But we are living in times now where the church is condoning this behavior. We've walked away from our mandate, and God is stirring up people of God now through dreams. Because when we're awake, we're being distracted by what's in our area. We're being distracted by what's in our local vicinity. So the Lord is speaking to us and ministering us to us through dreams. And I want everyone in here to be sensitive, to begin to be sensitive to what the Lord is saying to you when, he, when you are dreaming. What are the assignments that he's given to, given to you? Every dreamer has, there's a few things I want to talk about. Every dreamer has a process. Every dreamer has, some, we have gone through Something. There's a process that you must go through because the Lord needs to know that he can trust you. We are they that have come through hard times, but we are still here. We're still standing. Not saying that we've always met the mark, 
but through the blood of the Lamb, through the blood of Jesus Christ, we are still here. We are survivors. And what every dreamer needs to realize is on this phone that not only do you have a process, but the Lord showed you you were picked out for the process because everybody can't go through what we've been through. If we were all to open up these lines tonight and to start sharing our story, some of us will be, am- will be amazed at what the women and men of God have gone through. But God chose you. He put oil on your life to go through that struggle, and he knew that you would still be standing because of the oil and the measure of, the, of anointing that's on your life. Not only did the Lord pick you out, but when you are picked out, you must be prepared to be picked on. You must be prepared to be ridiculed. You must be prepared to be criticized. Listen, it takes a lot to open up this line every Monday night, okay? I don't know your story, but I can imagine when you first started doing this talk show and people started saying, nobody's not going to come on a Monday night. Are you crazy? Monday night, people, that's the first day of the week. People just started, you know, getting themselves together, and people have families, and they're cooking, and it's 8.15. But the Lord, when he gives you a vision, when he gives you a mandate, you you prepare for the you prepare to be ridiculed. As a matter of fact, if people are not putting their mouths on you, then you're not doing anything significant in the kingdom. I know that's right. Not only are you picked on, but the Lord would never put anything on us without picking us up. God has given us help. We are picked up. We have we have an extra measure of grace. And I want to encourage you, though, on the phone tonight, this has been on my heart, because I'm seeing the people of God going through. We are living in hard times. The economy is not in great condition. You see people that were doing well and, 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 and had, they said, you know, I live from check to check. Now they live from nothing to nothing. But the Lord, we are living in a time now where I believe that the Lord has allowed these things to happen so that we can return to him and trust him. He is still provider. He is still yeah. Jireh. He's still, God still opens doors. I'm in a place in my life, Pastor, where I don't look for, for what my money can afford. I look for what my favor can do. And God has mm-hmm. given each of us favor. He has blessed us and anointed us and given us favor that we don't need the currency. that We're, we're dealing with kingdom currency. And we need to begin to mm-hmm. pray, God, give me your kingdom currency. Because there are some things that money cannot buy. There are some things that we need to happen in the earth that our dollar cannot buy. But I need my favor. My favor crosses currency. So I need my favor to speak to me in regions that my money can't operate in. And God is imparting that favor on those of us that believe. I'm crazy enough to believe this Bible. I believe it. I believe everything God said about it. And God said about me in this Bible and concerning me. And we have to begin to start walking in the supernatural. We've become so intelligent. But in our intelligence, we've become too practical. And God is not practical. We need to start operating in the supernatural. We need to stop. And, and, and not only that, the Lord has, has said to me when I was preparing for the prayer, he said, tell them that not only am I building nations through the unknown, he said, tell them that I'm opening up borders. I'm taking them into lands, into places that they've never thought about, that they've never even dreamed about. God is, is because we believe, because of the anointing and the favor that is on our life. The Lord is about to expand us, and, and the church isn't ready. Mm. Wow. I want to encourage everyone on, on this line tonight, get ready. The Lord is about to do strange things. He's about to open strange doors. I, I'm going to pray tonight before we leave for divine encounters divine interruptions, divine intervention. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Believers are becoming an endangered species. Yes. I read the other day. It said, Chris, everybody's out the closet but the church. <laughs> and the Lord is calling forth a remnant of us to stand up, take charge, and take over. Um. Not those of us, the ones that came before us, and they made deals with devils. The Lord's going to move differently because the generation that came before us in the church, he gave them favor, he gave them opportunity, he gave them wealth, and they made deals with devils. And now the church is in a state of confusion. The Lord is raising up a remnant. The guards have changed. The voices have changed. The prayer has changed. The singing has changed. The Lord is raising up a remnant of us that will restore the church and bring them back to a posture where people can come. I'm looking forward to that day where every day we're not going to have just a miracle deliverance service. Every service is a miracle and deliverance service. If 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 we open up the doors of the church, then Jesus must be in the building. Mm. No more just having services because we're having services. Mm-hmm. But the Lord is raising up dreamers that still believe what God showed us, and we're willing to execute it step by step, line upon line. Everybody that's on this call tonight, I'm going to be praying for your vision, praying that the Lord speaks to you clearly, that he opens up your ear gate so that you can hear from him and only him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Part of building, when we build, includes tearing down. Mm-hmm. In this season, dreamer, don't think it's strange that the Lord begins to separate you from people mm-hmm. because you can't build with everybody. Right. And there are some things, the Lord had given me a vision. He said, when I saw it, it was whenever someone, a developer comes in when they buy property, before they build on the property, they must what? Level it out. They got to clear the land. Right. And right now, there are some people that are on the line that are uncomfortable because God is clearing the land. You've not been forgotten. You've not been left out. The Lord is clearing the land. He must clear the land so that he can build again. Right. You can't build anything without dirt. hmm Never look at your story. Never look at your journey and be ashamed of how God is taking you. Because you can't build nothing without, building is dirty. It's not clean. And there are always obstacles in the way, but every obstacle must be addressed. And Mm -hmm. every challenge must be addressed in order to build. It comes with the territory. And the problem is you have people that want to build, but they don't want to get their hands dirty. Uh, right. so that's why you have calls because, see, we, we want to build as long as it's let's get in the church, get a microphone in our hand and have church. But who, who's really building, getting their hands dirty and having ministry calls and going out and feeding the homeless and going to women's shelters and really being a minist- ministering and being a blessing, and it's not profitable? Right. That's who God is. He's, call- he's calling for those of us that say, Lord, I don't need to step in another pulpit. I don't need another microphone in my hand. I want to be in an environment 
and I want to be in places where I am being a blessing to the people, mm-hmm. whether it's profitable to me or not. That's mm-hmm. who God is calling. People that are saying, you know what, I'm going to give up an hour of my time to get on the phone and hear what is it that the Lord is saying. Mm. Wow. Before I, I open up the lines, or you open up the lines, I want to say this to all of you. We've got to learn. I always tell people to shut it up and cut it out. Your complex, your insecurities, anything that is contrary to what God has said concerning you today, mm-hmm. you've got to shut it up and cut it out. Shut up relationships, shut up conversations, shut up thoughts. We are our worst enemy. Mm-hmm. The Lord is not choosing you because of your insecurities. He doesn't care anything about what you're bad at, what you can't do. But he's mm-hmm. choosing you because of the, the, the faith that you had in him. God, he, he will choose, look at Aaron, he will choose you to go forward and say, Moses, I'm calling you to go speak to Pharaoh, but, but, but I said it. And God will send you help in the place of Aaron to speak for you. So all of oh. you that are on the phone tonight, and God has given you a vision and a dream, and you had not moved forward in it, in your ministry, in your business, and in and, and, and your plan, because you, you, you stutter, you, you got to plan. God's going to send you help. Mm-hmm. All the Lord is saying tonight is just give me a yes, it's to go. And I will send the help. I will send the resources. Mm-hmm. If he gave you the plan, if he gave you the assignment, if, he, if he's calling you, just pick up the phone and answer. The Lord will send help. I want to encourage everyone. That was my, the last thing I wanted to say. Shut it up and cut it out. If God gave it to you, he will always give you provision for provision. Provision for provision. Amen. Wow. Provision for provision. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, Pastor Gina, um, she's opening up the lines. So if you have any questions for her, I know some had came on a little late, but she's um, she is the co-founder, found not co-founder, but the founder of Dream Girls, and I've been a part. I've met her in um, March in Florida. I went to the first meeting, which was awesome. Um, met some beautiful women of God and things that were shared and. It was very, very, very uplifting, and um, and I've been kind of following her for a little while, and, and her husband was a pastor as well, and been on the venue with um, Prophet Todd Hall, um, and they are powerful man and woman of God, and we also have one that's coming up in October that I will be attending. I think it's October the 3rd. Um, she may want to tell us, say a little bit about that as well um, in D.C. And she just traveled around with the Dream Girls um, 
you know, to different cities mm-hmm. in your area and, and other areas that she just come to encourage. And, um, and I thank her for that word because a lot of times we as dreamers and visionaries, we um, allow others to hold us from seeking what God has for us. And, we, you know, you have those dream killers and people that, mm-hmm. um, that don't want you to move forward. And, and what God has given you, whether it's in, in ministry, whether it's, you know, in the, the ministry of helps, of missionary, whatever God has, has given you, as she said, you know, whatever God, you know, he said, write the vision and make it plain. And whatever God gives you, there he, there is a provision for it. And we just, you know, again, just want to keep you all encouraged and, and um Feel free to ask her any questions or anything that you want to comment or encourage her as she um, travel and do what God has orchestrated her to do with the Dream Girls Network. Amen. Amen. Y'all acting mighty silent out there tonight. Well, hello. I uh, my name is Robin. I'm just uh, I came on late actually, and um, um, back in April April in 2013, God had put it on my heart. Um, I wrote down. I'm looking at my paperwork. God had put it on my heart today. I wrote this down. God had put it on my heart today to I put blank for I guess to help young people who needs a helping hand. And I said it was to to help them with a hundred to two hundred dollars a month, starting with mm-hmm. them. And and it and I put down is about helping to make a difference in someone's life. Mm-hmm. And and I had gave my my what I thought it was a name for what I was going to do had to be striving for a goal. And I wrote down the uh, the synonyms for goal, G-O-A-L, and then I crossed out the A, I don't know why, and I put down G-O-M-A-L, which is godly obedience makes awesome living. It was Gomel. And, um, and I actually had been doing this, but I kind of went to the wayside because um, – what I can't do financially, I do with my time. I've been helping my son out, so I, I'm not actually giving people um, that donation. I've been helping my son out, so I get my time, and um, I help people for um, uh, a time of six months, but I've been helping my son more than it now, so I help people on a time basis right now until I can get back onto that financial financial stage, and that's what mm-hmm. God gave me back in 2013. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just woke up like one day and God said, you know, um, to help, you know, people and starting with families, you know, young families and single women. And, um, yeah. And, and you know, that, 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 that's, that's important because, you know, the, the, the church was built on family. And, you know, one thing the Lord told me when I first started, in my vision, he said, if you build, they will come. So the mm-hmm. Lord gave you this in 2013, and I want to encourage you to continue building because com- they will come. And, the, and and not only that, but while you're building, as I was listening to you talking about the different phases of your dream so far, your vision, why, why, what many people don't realize is that when God gives us vision, 
while we're building and working in the, in, the, in the vision or the dream, the dream is also building us. And you, you will find, like you said, when my, when my finance changed, then I found another way to serve the people of God because it's building you. You, you, you become more resourceful. The Lord will start showing you things that you didn't think you could do and other ways to work things out because while you're building and serving, it's building you, and it's showing you really who you are and, and what you are in the kingdom of God. So I want to encourage you to continue to sow your time into the people of God because you know what? We are living in times now where you have children that are abandoned, children that are neglected. You have people you, you have – and we're not talking about on the streets. I'm talking about you have people in middle America, middle-class America, but because we, are so, we chase things so much, our children are abandoned where you need people like yourself that sow time and help mm-hmm. these young children that are coming along because their mother's working two jobs so she can drive a Range Rover. And the father, you know, is working, you know, extra hours because he wants a house with a two-car garage. And we, we are living these extravagant lives, but our mm-hmm. children are dying. Mm-hmm. You have a, amazing, I salute you for the vision that you had to sow your time because children need time over money. You, how, you, you know, my, I, I, my grandmother had nine children. They, Brooklyn, New York, poor, grew up in the ghetto. Can I tell you, my uncles mm. and my aunts are the most loving people you will ever meet in your entire life. And you see mm-hmm. people that live in, 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 in homes, in middle-class homes, with one, two children, and they, they pop in pills because they got mental problems. They have abandonment problems. They have a mommy mm-hmm. and daddy problems. Time is important. That's why the Lord says, mm-hmm. listen, he don't need our money. He want our time. Mm-hmm. Right. He want us to meet him and worship. Come come talk with me. He said, come, let, let, us, let, let, us, let us agree together. Let, let, let us figure this out. Let us chat. Let us, you know, the Lord is after our time. So I want to commend you and celebrate you and salute you and your vision. And I would love to get more information offline. If there's any way that the Jenga movement can support you, I don't know if you, you know, with donations or if, if you're doing things in the school system, please reach out to us and let us know. Because you're building community. And if you can build a community, you'll change the world. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Amen. And that's what, you know, and that's what it's all about is, is coming together and sharing and knowing, you know, what God has for us. And mm-hmm. that is something that's really big. And as she was saying, you know, we got to spend more time because if you look and see at what what's going on with the world that's around us and a lot of racism is coming out more so than ever. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting our children as well. It's affecting the next generation. And we have to to take a stand, as she was saying. You know, we got to come out of come out of those walls in the churches. You know that we're sitting in the church, and I told somebody, you know, I'm sitting in the church. I feel like Humpty Dumpty, mm-hmm. and you know, so full. And as you look around, there's so much going on with our youth, with our children. It's just like I was watching the TV about the the, the guy, the young college student. They just don't know what, if he was drunk, high, don't know mm-hmm. what possessed him to go to this car lot and just start pouncing on cars and, and you know, he ended up, his life ended. Mm-hmm. You know, something yeah. is going on with our children that we're not, we're not reaching them. We're not reaching them that they're destroying themselves or they're doing things, whether through drugs, you know, mm-hmm. drug addiction is going on. 
And it's like, I'm like, wow, you know, I have a, a niece on my my husband's side that heroin is and, and, and is taking over her. And it's like, what in the world is going on? What are they putting on these drugs now? It's like they try to stop and they can't stop. It's just so much that's going on with our youth. And we yes. are not taking the time. We are materializing things. We're giving them everything materialistically, mm-hmm. but we're not giving them God. We're not giving them the word of God. We're not giving them something to sustain them. As yes. you said, you want to, it's, it's the favor and the, and the establishment that you have in your community. And, you know, it's not about what money can buy. It's what you can do with your life that, that can be valuable, that you can leave a legacy you can leave things behind for your children, and it, it's not yes. materialistic things because those things are going to pass away. But, right. you know, it's like you said, me, now they're telling you that they're, they're starting to have uh, classes in elementary school about gender, Ooh. about, um, you know, about boy and girl and, and things. Like that. And I heard that Target is now listening to its, its customers, and, and now they're saying that, they're going to not have the separation when you know when you used to go to Target, how they or any stores, who else is gonna follow suit? Don't know. Where they separated guns and trucks, the mm-hmm. boy side and the girl side. Well now Target is not gonna do that any longer. They're my going God. to actually have everything mixed. Oh my and, goodness. You know, and somebody was saying that that was so so good that, you know, now because they children want, they little girl want to play with a gun or, or whatever she wants to play with. It's not gender sectored anymore. So, you know, these, and as you said, God is looking for a remnant that's going to stand, that's going to bring people back to where God had originally wanted us because things now are so watered down in ministry that we're not standing, we're not taking a stand, we're standing for nothing. And, and, and losing yes. out on what was intended for us to, to do. And now you have that remnant that got to go back mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. put everything back on the agenda to get everything that was twisted in God's word to put it back in the right, the right prospect so that people can, can really understand what God is calling and, and what God is, is, is reaching for in these last dark and evil days. So we do, we have to go back and we got to read what's been messed up with, with the big, even with the big ministries, you know, it's so much, you know, people are confused. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. The church is confused. They're scared. Yeah. <laughs> we are supposed to lead supposed and we are yeah. following. We have lost our position. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And I know it's me and Robin. We're not the only ones on this line. We we have our our speaker on, and we want to be active and um and listening and and responding. Well. That is so true. I don't know what's wrong with the with the big time leaders. You know, I don't know why why they're so silent. You know, what's what's really going on though? You know, I'm just kind of, I I'm just really surprised they're not really speaking out. I mean, what are they afraid of? 
You know, I, I be asking myself, what are they afraid of speaking out? I mean, they, I, I don't know. It's just, it is very confusing to me why they're not speaking up. You know, it reminds me of someone was speaking about, uh, what is his name, Kevin Hart, the comedian, when he said that he, he didn't want to speak on racism or homosexuality. I mean, why would he not speak on that when he talks about black women all the time? He calls mm-hmm. his name down, but he's afraid to speak on racism or homosexuality. But I know why, because it's a um, white man that pays his check, you know? Mm-hmm. But he makes big money, but we're not the ones that we come to see him. And he's making money from us, but we're not the one that pays him. So yeah. in, in response to, to, why, to why the leaders, uh, what we call the big leaders, especially in church, not speaking us, who we call leaders, the Lord is not. That's why the Bible says, you know, when 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 the king, when King Uzziah died, who was in there? Little old, little old Isaiah. Who was helping the king? He was the king's assistant, and mm-hmm. the Lord chose him to speak to a nation. So, but we we're looking at these leaders. But look, look what happened. Uzziah had to die. He had to be removed. Mm-hmm. He said, "Cause when when he left, when he died, then I saw the Lord. He was high and he was lifted up. And he said, God, here I am. Here I am. Send me.' Like the we are we are looking at some of these these leaders." And, and church and ministry, and we think, God, they're leaders. But the Lord's hand is not on their life. I heard someone say a long, long time ago, I never forgot, he said, God is the only one that will fire you and keep you in position. <laughs> I heard the that. The will have moved on from you. He, his, his hand is on somebody else, and you'll still be in position. And that's why we, we have to, come, every day I pray, God, sharpen my eye. Mm-hmm. The Lord is raising us up. To speak yes, out and to make a stand. Mm-hmm. When you don't have nothing, you can't threaten me by taking nothing. I don't have much anyway, so I'm gonna say <laughs> you wrong. I, I I don't have any problems calling out. It's it's not right, especially with now the church recently. I mean, with this whole transgender and and everything, and you know, the, yes. the church. I sat a whole day. I watched on social media. I said, Is anybody gonna say anything about this? The church is silent. Yes. Yes, just like Lord. you know, they can they can talk about um, Bruce Jenner talking about he's he's beautiful and he's a hero, but then they call um, um, the Williams of Serena ugly and look manly. Come on now, how is he beautiful and and she look like a man and and she's a woman and then call him a hero and he ain't been to no type of war or nothing. You know they they had they mm-hmm. are really listen. These are a lot of these Christian people saying all this and stuff like they're so acceptable at things that's going on, and I, I just don't know what is wrong with this world. Like they're afraid to just say their real feelings. I mean, are they afraid of of what? I think it's some sometimes is is what the church is behind. You have so many um, underhanded um, resources that are given to the churches that they the leaders or um sometimes it's not even leaders like you have like with Baptists they have their own um I forgot what they call it, but their own board. So you may have a board that's not holy field and they're running the church and they have their mm-hmm. own purpose and motive. And so when you have that, you don't have God in it. And the pastor can have a vision 
but because the church pays the pastors, the pastor end up doing doing what the church or what the board says do. Then you have a program, I don't know if anyone is familiar with it, but you also have a 501c3 plan. And what that has done is it kind of blinded a lot of people because it said, oh, we have people to come in and help with our businesses. You know, we get them this number, it's tax free, it's all of this. Yes, but at the same time, you have a stipulation as to what you, the pastor, can preach and not preach in your church because the moment you say something about a homosexual or anything else that the Bible says, you got to get got for this, uh, this uh, discrimination. So it's like because the world is doing this thing and because you do have a lot of leaders that choose not to stand up for each other because they're so jealous in each other or my ministry better than your ministry that we can't work together to make anything because my issue is, you know, I really can care less what adults do, you know, um, Mm-hmm. That's their sin that falls upon themselves, and you know right from wrong is whether you choose to believe the word or not. But the word has been here, and I'm pretty sure that everybody in this world has heard the laws um, from a little kid, and you just choose not. Everyone has known that God created Adam and Eve. Everyone has known that from the beginning of time. So you choose not to listen to it. What I do have a problem with, is that now, like you said, you were rolling this into the children, into the schools. Um, you have dr- transgender bathrooms. You want to teach the kindergartners and the pre-Ks about mommy and mommy and daddy and daddy. And I have a problem with that because where mm-hmm. are our leaders at this point? Now, I have mm-hmm. two problems because you have leaders saying, well, we need to take our kids out of the public school system and t- surround them with the things of God. Okay, but why is it that? the average Christian school for a child costs more than the college tuition. Yes, ma'am. So Mm -hmm. if that's the case and we care about our children who are the next generation, who God uses too, because let's say a child he can get to probably a little better than he can an adult that go their own way, why don't us leaders, I'm sorry, why don't these prosperous leaders Mm -hmm. come together Mm -hmm. and build an affordable public Christian school And that way the world can keep teaching what they want to teach because we will never transform everyone's mind to be Christ-like. Let them do what they're doing and keep your kid in the school to be grounded. But because we don't do that, nor do we go on the school boards, nor do we go on the school, the school system does what they want to do when they want to do it. And as a parent, you have to sit and suffer. Whether that means your whole school have a bunch of IEP students because the teachers don't want to teach, Mm-hmm. You, no one care. No one care. And it does bother me in the Christian world because we know right from wrong. We know what God says about our children, about our generation. We know the dark principles of the world. We know that. So why do we just sit down and not do nothing as leaders? And why does it take the leaders who don't have a title, who don't have the funds, Mm-hmm. but have a heart bigger than the world itself to want to give itself and don't have it. But then you have these prosperous leaders that have funding, have all the things they need at hand, mm-hmm. and they can care less about the communities. It seems like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't take nine people to get shot for us to have a national prayer uh, night because Amen. guess what? Muslims, they have a time, okay, they have a time for prayer. It is known. 
we have a calendar. I work for a school system, and on the calendar in the cafeteria, it has a list of every holiday that is religious. None of them is Christian except for Christmas. Mm. That is a problem. Yeah. Why is that a problem? When it's a problem because we need to have our own times, and it's not Christmas. Because let's right. that's, that's be real, Christmas has become not Christmas, not Christ-like. Mm-hmm. Easter has become not Christ-like. Everything is about the patriotic behind it. Mm-hmm. But you have yeah. leaders like T.D. Jakes, Juanita Bynum. Um, you have all these prestige leaders on TV. They don't talk about it. And then I heard you say something about Kevin Hart. Okay, this is the problem with the celebrities. They can never speak against anything because they're part of a cult themselves. They can't say, Kevin Hart can't say, I don't like, you know, I, I feel this about homosexuals because guess what? He probably won himself. Have you heard all the things he said about women and his own wife? Mm. He's probably mm. in the closet. Not just that, it's probably a gay person to pay his salary. True, true. That's behind these TVs. He's not yes. going to say nothing about, he's going to talk about the black woman because guess what? Everybody talks about the black woman. You don't mm-hmm. even have a black man that stands up for the black woman. Mm-hmm. My God. Black mm-hmm. women don't even stand up for black women because you know why they're so busy worrying about the Brazilian, the butt, the, the, the whole body fake. That's what they're worrying about. They want to see that. They don't want to see a natural woman standing in the position, doing something with herself, trying to change the community, trying to change kids. They don't want to see that. So the world's just screwed up, and we just have to figure out which leaders to reach, which leaders to congregate with to try to make a change in Mm -hmm. our Christian society. Mm -hmm. Not decided, said, but we can't change the world. They're ganging more than a little bit, and then you even have Christians that's playing too fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so when mm-hmm. I come, because we are, we're getting ready for this last blood moon, <laughs> and judgment is coming, we'll see then who stands. We'll see then what people say, who what people cry out then. Mm-hmm. Right. It shouldn't take a tragedy. It shouldn't take, you know, you see half of the world crumbling. You got locusts in Russia, and you still don't see nothing wrong. They're feeling, they're eating Russian crops. It's like so swam. It looked like bat swam in the place. But they don't talk about that because as soon as they said something about locusts, guess what? The Christians going to already know we in the time. We, we lining mm-hmm. up. So that's not going to be on TV. It may be on a little size, you know, on Facebook, but it's not going to be on TV. So we living mm-hmm. in the times where everyone want to keep you in the dock. <laughs> we have to get Facebook. We have to get Twitter. We have to get Instagram. We have to be on TV. We have to be on radio because we have to spread the message, and not just between little small ministries. We have to go beyond our walls, beyond our ministries. Amen. Stop trying to, you know, you don't want to go over here because this church is this. No, 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 no. Go over there and see what God has for you in there because uh-huh. now God also want to stir up the mega churches. He also want to stir up. You know, small churches. He want to stir up some things because it's some stuff that he got to get out his own church. Yes, Lord. A boy, a man went and killed nine people in Bible study. That was <laughs> that was a sign. He sat in Bible study and still killed them. Yes, Jesus. What Jesus. are we doing? 
we're fighting police brutality that has been going on since the beginning of time. But Christians are being crucified every day, and we're not even mm-hmm. fighting them. Mm-hmm. Our kids can't go in school and pray. We can't say we don't want to deal with this type because we discriminate. But our word clear as day said what God does not deal with, what God does not want. But we have to be constipated in the spirit. We have to be shutting up, don't say nothing, because we just pray. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you have to do, he said, safe with our works is dead. That's right. So Amen. when is we going to stop talking and do something? Amen. You know, Amen. I see I, know. I mm-hmm. see how school has changed where before, when I was in school, I graduated 2004. When I was in school, you couldn't dance two inches close to a boy. You couldn't wear a skirt be above your knee. Okay. 11 years later, you can wear a midriff shirt to school. You can wear leggings without the shirt coming down. You can wear a pencil skirt to show the crack of your butt. You can wear see-through clothes to school. You can be girl and girl kissing in the hallway. Mm. You can be boy and boy hugged up in the hallway. But then you turn around and you suspend heterosexuals for doing their acts. Mm. You know, what we know what these boys and boys doing in the bathroom? We don't know. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so this is what I see working in a high school. And it's sickening to me because nobody cares. Adults that have been teaching in the school system for 30 years can care less. Jesus. And the rules have never changed. Jesus. You go to a dance, you can't even get on the floor because everybody's so crammed together, you don't know if they're sexing on the dance floor. But when we was in school, you'd get close to that boy, that teacher pull you quick. And that was just 11 years ago. Right. So we have a lot of praying. We have a lot of things to do. Robin, Sister Robin, I, I put my hand up to you because there's a lot of kids out here that need exactly what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I can't give none of them money, but I, I do talk to them. I do love on them because money they have. That's a lot right. of them have the money. They don't have the love. They That's don't right. know who God mm-hmm. is. Some mm-hmm. Sometimes God has been giving me kids, I don't even know their names, but they mm-hmm. face pops up in my dream clear as day, and the next day I go to school looking for that child and just talk to them because I don't know what God gave me the dream for. I pray, but I don't know what it, the dream was for, so I just talk to them. And sometimes I have to get to their level to bring them up to mine. So we have to keep loving on this generation, these children, because they're being lost. They're being uh, puppet. They're being played. They're lost, and they don't even care. So we have to teach. And if we can't teach our leaders and the people that already have it but don't want it, we need to teach a fresh new generation because they're hungry and they're going to grasp that up quick and apply it to their everyday situations. And that's how this is going to change. We have to grab these youngins, these teenagers, these college students, teaching them the word, teaching them to love. Teaching them to have a relationship because we can read the Bible and still not have a relationship. 
Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So yep. it's a lot we have to do for these children. Our dreams and our visions, they don't even know they have dreams and visions and what they mean. Mm-hmm. We keep educating each other. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. Mm-hmm. We got to find a way to reach those we can't reach. Mm -hmm. I'm in the school and I pray every day that I don't lose my job because if I go buy me a devotional book and I happen to see a child that was at one student and told me she didn't believe in God, she said that her name's Gray Hill. I didn't talk to her the whole year. But in this year, I got out of my shell, and this was her senior year, and I had just bought a book that said Devotions for the Graduates. And I Mm -hmm. sat down and I talked to this child. And I gave her this book, and I told her every day she needs to read a scripture out of this book every day. I said, I know we're in mm-hmm. school, and you shouldn't have it, and I probably shouldn't give it to you. But if I'm going to get fired, I'm going to get fired for a reason. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to speak the word. It's several kids I have to pull in the bathroom and pray one when a teacher comes, and I keep going because I dare her to say something. Mm-hmm. And there's certain teachers that know I pray over the kids and come to me and say, thank you. Thank you for what you did because you don't realize you almost saved her life. She wanted to take her life yesterday. Wow. We don't know what these people go through. Yeah. From the outside, it looks good. Mm-hmm. So we have to, again, we have to try and reach each Everyone, we have to be focused, like he said, on the dreams and visions that God's given us, the voices that he's saying to us, because some people he talks to very strongly and clear. And some people, and I want that I get mine better in a dream. So Mm -hmm. we have to take heed to that and start ministering to those that don't know him, because the Mm -hmm. ones that know him is playing him. Amen. You know, and that's all I'm gonna say. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? I'm getting off the line. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give my phone. <laughs> Amen. 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 Thank that's you. So, so true. That was that was a good a good mm-hmm. word. And yeah. um, if there's <clears throat> nothing else, that if anyone else have anything before we um go ahead and and close out the line and um. Is there anyone else that have anything that they would like to add or impart? Okay. Well, I just want to thank um, co-pastor Agena Atkinson for coming on and sharing with us tonight and Amen. and we just thank and we just continue to want her to be encouraged and to know that you know mm-hmm. maybe all of us can you know try to you know put get together like you said we got to come beyond the walls we got to unite different ministries mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whether it's baptist episcopalian methodist or we got to get together because you know we are so separate on this earth and it's mm. and it's a it's a pulling when we can come together as one and to be unified in the body of Christ. It's not just our church that he's talking about to be unified, but it's the whole Christian mm. world to be unified as one so that we can conquer and we can can do much together 
you know, if we would just come together and, and not be so thinking we're better than, than this ministry or this ministry or telling people don't go to this ministry or don't go here and don't go there, you know, but we got to work together so that we can spread this word so that we can can organize and to do what God is calling us to do because it's a mighty work and time is winding up. And I and I believe, I think last week too was that blood moon. I don't know when the next one coming out, but I think October, I think I, I don't know if I saw one last week. I'm not for sure, but I know that it was an orange in the sky and I was trying to take pictures. I posted them on Facebook. But um, I do know that there's supposed to be four blood moons. And, um, and I can't remember if it's the third one that already came or if the last one is is here or already came. But I do know that, you know, we got to be prepared and we got to do this work that God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And I just want um, co-pastor Gina, she, I know she has something that's coming up in October. I've already signed up for it. If she kind of can um, let us know a little bit more about what's going on October the 3rd, I believe it is. Yes. Um, thank you so much. I, I want to make sure that if all of you that are on the line, I would like to connect with you, especially those of you that are, have um, ministries where you're servicing the, the community. If there's any way that Dream Girls can, can go into um, into your, your, your vision, whether it be financially and or with our time, please reach out to me. Um, my email address is dreamgirlmovement at gmail.com. You can also um, reach us online at www.liveworthynow.com. And also um, on Facebook, we have a Dream Girls page, a Dream Girls group, and then I'm co-pastor Agina Atkinson. I want to definitely make sure that we connect with each other and, and stay plugged in and really help because I, I truly believe that we will change the world one story at a time, and, and mm-hmm. we can we can really come together. And if we change communities, we change the world. Uh, also, mm-hmm. October 3rd in Washington, D.C., we will be having um, our second Dream Builders. Um, it is a, a an event that we're having, a life coaching event. We are having a national um, life coach, Sean Strickland. She, is, she calls herself the Dream Coach. We have another national life coach, Vicki Johnson, who um, she speaks on sisterhood and soul wealth and how to empower yourself. She has an amazing story. Um, they both do, actually. And I don't want to kind of tell their stories, but you should look them up. Mm-hmm. She talks about soul wealth. And um, then myself, we will be doing a, a six-day of impartation and, and really dream building and helping you put together your ministry, your mission statement, your vision board, your plan, going step-by-step, we're going to talk about why is dreaming critical, the importance of the dream, how to execute the dream, how to keep the dream alive, because there's many of us that start dreaming, but then, you know, life happens and the dream dies. And so we're going to speak to you on how to keep that dream alive and when to shift in your dream, because some of us will kill our dreams because we are so, we are so stuck on staying with the plan that we first received and not realizing the Lord, as the Lord, as we move and we progress, the Lord is also progressing our vision. So we, we want to give you some, some tools. We're going to show you how to write your own grant, give you information on nonprofit organizations, um, and, and just really show you how to help plant. Some people want to have ministries, and they, where do I fit? I know my gifts, but where do I fit in the body of Christ? And we want to help you identify those gifts and those callings so that you're able to put them to use. It will be in Washington, D.C., October 3rd. <coughs> 
We have an early bird registration of $99 um, per person. If, however, everyone that's on this call tonight as a, as a special token, I will set up something tonight where um, if you register tonight, we will, or if you register tonight um, through the end of the week, we will definitely want to um, honor you and give you a $79 registration um, discount, so you would just register for $79. We only have limited space. We had our first one in Arkansas uh, this, mo- oh, yeah, this month, and I, I have to tell you, it. I left Arkansas. I called my husband. I got on the phone. I said, babe, I am living my dream. There is nothing <laughs> like being in your purpose and doing what God has called you to do, and we saw lives change. When I see people's lives change and impact, that's my dream to be able to, to touch somebody, you know, who, who never thought they were able to do what God is calling them to do and give them, them the, the strategies and the tools to actually execute the vision and the plan. So please um, connect with us. We would love to have you at Washington, D.C. Um, at the Dream uh, Builders, Build Your Dreams Day uh, Life Coaching event. It is a great investment in your future, in your vision, in your dream. Amen. And as I said, I will be going. So, if, you know, I, I've already registered, so I would definitely be there. Um, I met, When I met co-pastor Gina, it was awesome. And her and her husband, I really enjoyed and had a good time. And this year also for our conference, um, they will be a part in March, mm-hmm. I mean, April 7th, 8th, and 9th. They will also be a part of that, and that's going to be in Richmond. I'm still, I think I found a place, and we'll get more in tune on that. But those of you that um, you can also, she's my friend on Facebook, so if you you can go on my page and get her name and, and request her friendship. And um, and I think that it would be a blessing um, to connect with her. I don't usually say that about a lot of people, but you know, when I get hands on and I've been in the in the um in their space and I know that they they have a lot to offer, her and mm-hmm. her husband. And you all just be encouraged and um and just stay tuned for more things that's coming. And next week we will have Apostle um, out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, he's going to be on with us. Um, so I'm asking everyone to please Ooh. tell somebody, be online on time, because I've kind of asked them to come on like at 8.15 to try to give everybody time to get online so that we can be attentive and so that we can have the questions and be able to support the people that's coming on the lines. And, again, we do thank you, Co-Pastor Gina, for taking out your time from your schedule to be a part of the movement Real Talk, where your host is Pastor Yvette Resto, and I'm going to ask that if she can close us out in prayer. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Pastor Resto, or am I going to close out in prayer? I'm sorry. You, you Co-Pastor okay. Gina. I want to I want to thank you both before we close in prayer for um for trusting me with with your your vision and allowing me to sow into your listeners ears and hearts today. It truly was an honor to be on this call and a, and a privilege just to be in fellowship with all of you today on the call. I pray that um, something that you heard today you'll be able to take it and it will spring forth life in your spirit and really birth the vision 
or enhance the vision that God has given you. Father, we want to thank you. I thank you for this time, Father, that we've come together in your name, Father. We thank you for for the information that we've received. We thank you for the encouragement and the inspiration, Lord. I pray tonight, Father God, that every person on this line was blessed. I pray, Lord, that they heard something that would change their lives, God. They heard something that they would take off and change someone else's life. Father, I pray that you empower everyone on this call tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father God, that you set them on fire tonight, Father, that they will run with the vision, Father God, and that they will execute with greatness, God, and with clarity, Father. God, I pray, God, that you give them clarity. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's someone on this call tonight, Lord God, that they're not clear, Father, on their purpose. They're not clear on their dream. They're not clear on their vision, Father. I pray, God, that you give them clarity, God, that you open up their eyes, God, and you show them exactly glory. You show them exactly, Father God, where you are placing them, where you are planting them, God, where you are sending them. I pray, God, that you open up resources right now, Father, that you open up doors and windows, Father, that you send people in their path, God, that will sow into their vision, sow into their mission, God, sow into their ministries in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that as they are building, God, as they are trusting you, Father God, that you will add the increase, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for setting their feet, God, on fire, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for putting strength in their back, God, that they will continue to run on, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for anointing their hands, God, that even as they write out their mission statements, Father God, as they write out their visions, as they write out their dreams, Father, I thank you for anointing their hands and the pen that they write with God, that they may see immediate manifestation. Father God, that they will be free to move, God, and execute as you call them to execute in the name. 
name of Jesus. God, I even pray right now for divine interventions, God. Right now in the name of Jesus. For anyone that's on this phone that is believing God for a miracle, I pray right now, Lord God, for a divine intervention right now in the name of Jesus. Do it, Lord, for your people. I pray right now, God, for an abundance of a miracle, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. I pray right now, Lord God, that every door that has been shut, God, that the person is believing God by faith and then standing on your word, God, and they're still standing after the doors have been shut, God. I pray right now that every door, God, that's been shut, God, not that you open the door, but I pray that you remove the hinges off the door in the name of Jesus. God, to walk in high places, God. I pray for divine communication right now, Lord God. Divine conversations, Lord. Put people in our path, God, that we will speak to, Lord God, that will show us through our vision, God, show us through our ministries. Yes, I am. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 And we just thank everybody for coming on tonight and and uh we just we love you, Pastor Gina, and you um you be blessed and um and we'll be in touch. I know I'll see yes, you soon. And, yes, um, I look forward to it. Yes, and um and those of you all just be encouraged and know that, you know, your dreams that God give you, He gives them to you for a reason, your dreams and your visions. And let no man steal what God gives you and move on what God has given you because time is winding up. Time is nigh. And we got to make haste in doing what God says because we don't want him to catch us with our work undone. We must be about our father's business as Jesus was. And I do thank you all, and I love you. And again, next week we do have Apostle, what's his name? John. John. John Evans coming on next week, so please be on time so that you can hear what they're saying so that we can be encouraged. And I love you all, and we'll see you all back on next week. Yes. Good night. Good night, everybody. God bless. Have a wonderful week. All right. Bye-bye. 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 available for us on the web.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.